Hi! Thanks again for tuning in to Sims Workshop. Hope everyone's having a great day. So today we're going to be talking about Sisters of Sword and Song by Rebecca Ross. Um, you know what? I ended up liking this novel a little bit more than I thought I would. You know, I was intrigued by the premise of it, that's for sure. Uh, that's why I picked it up in the first place. You know, I thought the cover art was very beautiful. Um, and there was something about it that reminded me a little bit of Greek mythology. Um, <laughs> today I'm joined by my son, who's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. <laughs> but in any case, what I really found intriguing of this novel was really the world building and the mythology that Ross devoted to her storytelling. Uh, she created her own mythology and I thought it was really good, I thought it was really enriching. Um, I thought it was very compelling because it was very reminiscent of Greek and Roman mythology and it had this powerful impact. I mean, um, Evadne, she and her sister, they come from the fallen god, you know. He chose to give up his more immortality and his godlihood to be with the people. As for other people, you know, magic users are all descendant of gods themselves uh, who at one point or another, they came, they mingled, had kids, spread their blood. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my son in the background playing with his toys. But in any case, so that's what I thought was really enriching about this novel. I loved the mythology. I loved how it laid out the foundation and the groundwork for the world building and for the storytelling. I thought it was ultimately very captivating and I have to say, you know, I loved it because it also impacted the sisters as well and impacted their growth. It has a really strong effect on who these girls are. Uh, they come from a fallen god, you know, they're olive farmers. You know, they farm olive, olive, you know, to make fresh paste olive oil. You know, they are olive farmers. And their prospects, you know, being descendant from a fallen god aren't really high. You know, a lot of magic users, they are part of the hierarchy. Um, and as you can imagine, they like to think of themselves as very special individuals. So for these girls, it's sort of like a taboo to be descended from this god, but they don't think so at all. They revere and respect their ancestor completely, and I think that's really good. And it also showcases how different the two sisters are. I mean, um, Halcyon, she went, she joined the army. She's always been very strong, and her sister, you know, injured, has always wanted more you know she's always wanted magic in her life and she does end up getting magic in her life but in a very different way and I think it says a lot about her character because she grows exponentially throughout the novel uh, I really have to say I prefer Evadne towards her sister because when the novel opens you sort of have this idea of who Evadne's sister is and she's running away from the law and the reason she's running away from the law is pretty stupid. Um, it's, it is kind of stupid of her character and I wasn't a fan of that one thing. Uh, you know, it, it just doesn't fit with the context of 
who we're supposed to believe her sister is and that works more of like just a plot device to create tension and to progress the story to progress the story forward i think that sort of diminishes it just a little bit because it's just like i said i just didn't get why halcyon was running away you know it was an accident you would think her general would know her and he does you know he says like why would you do this like you know me well enough i pretty much raised you in this army you were like my most trusted one why would you do this you know so it doesn't fit with their relationship and you get to see the clear disappointment of him you get to see the clear disappointment of halcyon um in her actions because even she regrets her actions so at least there is that you know even she acknowledges it was kind of stupid of her to be running away whenever you run away you make yourself look guilty end of story um and she's not guilty but there's a lot of tension in the hierarchy you know there's some, something has happened with the queen uh the general's sister sort of manipulating a lot of things there's lots of underhanded darkness to the story and i think it the ross really highlights it very well she highlights all this darkness she highlights um the corrupt nature of the magic users and how they're sort of using they're abusing their power at the expense of pretty much everyone you know they want to be the only ones with the power they don't want people rather hunters to go looking for magical items to they they want this you know difference they they want the rich to remain rich and <laughs> the poor to remain poor <laughs> sorry my son just took off his sock he's always always he's always always taking off only one sock <laughs> love you little boy um in any case you know i like how there is a lot of tension created I, I like how there's lots of development for Evadne's character. I love her devotion to her sister. I'll say this. Um, for sisters who haven't seen each other in years, they hold on to their memories of each other very strongly. They hold on to their love of one another. They don't think one is better than the other, better than the other, other. and they have such great strengths to them. You know, Evadne thinks that as, you know, she was injured as a child, so she has a limp. She thinks of herself as lesser than her sister, um, and she sees herself in her sister's shadow. So the novel is really about her escaping that shadow of her sister. Uh, there's lots of allegories to it, uh, lots of reminiscing on the mythology of the land. And she has to prove herself, not to anyone else, but to herself. She proves to herself that she is just as capable as anyone else that she is as compassionate and strong as anyone else and she's very intelligent you know a lot of people look down at her again because of her bloodline but she's very intelligent she's very charismatic she's very clever and she's very strong and in the end she's the the hero of the day she is the hero and i love that i love how she becomes the hero um and i love how the dynamics change i love her relationships with other characters I like how they they grow and they flourish and they develop and i think it's a lot it's very intriguing to see how the story evolves i think it's very intriguing to see how 
it go it grows and so once again you know this is sisters of sword and song if you love mythology you're definitely going to love this novel um i do give it four stars uh you know i really wasn't a fan of halcyon for uh, a bit of this novel i much preferred her sister i've already expressed why but I loved the mythology, I loved the world building, I loved the character development, and I loved the dynamics. And I loved how the magic was sort of incorporated and structured in this novel as well. And so, Sisters of Sword and Song, you can go ahead and purchase it on bookshop.org. I highly recommend purchasing books on bookshop.org because a percentage of all proceeds do go to local booksellers. And it'll tell you in checkout how much of your purchase is going to go to booksellers. And I think that's really great. Um, if money's too tight, which I know for a lot of us it is, purchase the book. I'm not purchase. Check out the book from your local library. You know, support your local libraries because they are a great resource for the community. And please do not forget to support me. Um, there is a link in the description to become a supporter on Anchor. You know, for just 99 cents a month, you go towards, that money goes towards making this podcast even better. Uh, and there's so many things I would like to do with this podcast. Or you can just support me by following me on Spotify. Or following me on your, well, following me where you get your podcast. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And as always, happy reading. Mm -hmm.